For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Ryan Cipede will lead off the top of the seventh. Habern's first pitch in for strike one to Cipede. All Ryan has done is hit a single that scored two and then a solo home run, three RBIs for the Cougar right fielder. Havern with the 0-1 pitch, bounces in front of home plate. One and one the count. Let's update you on our On the Rubber, brought to you by Big O Tires. We'll start with the Bulldogs. Fincher started things off, pitched four innings, six hits, three runs, all three earned. Harlan came in for an inning and two-thirds, gave up four hits, three runs, all three earned. And now Jacob Havern is facing his second batter. He's given up a hit. And that's a ground ball by Deming to his counterpart at third. A little double clutch, but he's able to make the throw in time. Or excuse me, Ryan Cipede retired, not Deming. For out number one. So Cipede retired for just the second time on the evening. Got to bring in Safaya Malwai. One away, base is empty. Safaya, a chopper to third. It stays fair. Another great play by Bates, but his throw to first is wide. And Malwai will be safe at first base. Interesting to see if they will call that a throwing error on Bates. My guess is they will. Waiting to see. So far, nothing has changed on the scoreboard. Still showing 11 hits for BYU. They haven't put up a 12, and they haven't put up a 1. Still nothing. It may be one of those ones where they're taking a few minutes to kind of decide on how they want to play it. As soon as they uh, update the scoreboard, I'll update you on what they call that. And now the next pitch has been thrown to Brock Watkins. Ball one to Brock. And they did give it an error. So that's going to be Maui reaching on an E5. And that's the first error for either team tonight. 1-0 pitch to Brock. In for strike one. Now one and one. So Sapiti grounded out to third to begin the inning. Safaya Maui reaching first base on the throwing error on the third baseman, Bates. And now the 1-1 pitch to Watkins. And it's a swing and a miss for strike two for Brock. Brock officially 0 for 2. He was walked in the third. 1-2 pitch to Brock. Chops it foul off to the left side. The count stays 1-2. and two. Jacob Havern on the mound, the third pitcher of the night for the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. One-two pitch. That's going to be a base hit lined right at the base of the wall in left field. Malwai rounding second, sliding into third, and he is out. A good throw by Myers in left. And Malwai tagged at third. As he was rounding second, trying to stop and slid right into the tag. Watkins will be at second base, but now two away. 
here in the top of the seventh. It's now BYU's 12th hit. Six runs on 12 hits for the Cougars, but now two away. That'll bring in Jacob Wilk, already with an RBI single. Now hitting with a runner in scoring position. Pitch in the dirt by Havern. Ball one. One ball, no strikes, two outs, runner at second. So Brock's going to get the single and then advance to second on the throw. 1-0 pitch in for strike one. Two outs and a 1-1 count. Havern facing Wilk. Havern delivers, and another pitch in front of home plate bounces. And now 2-1 and one the count. Two balls and one strike. 2-1 pitch. Watkins on the move, trying to steal third, and he's tagged out at third. And that's how the top of the seventh will end. It's time to stretch the seventh inning stretch brought to you by Mounts of America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Back after this, Cougars leading 6-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Thank you for voting Dexter Law. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Bottom of the seventh inning, still 6-0 BYU. Let's finish out our pitching stats brought to you by Big O Tires. Jack Sterner back out on the mound for the Cougars here in the bottom of the seventh inning. He has been brilliant. Jack, so get the stats here. The first batter he faces is McConnell, lines it into right center, and nice running catch by the right fielder, Cole Gamble. Boy, that pitch was quick. The ball really carried off of the bat of McConnell. And great defensive play by the right fielder, Cole Gamble. Let's get you those stats from Sterner. He's now pitched six and a third. He's given up only one hit, and he struck out three. And facing now Davis, Davis fouls it off to the left. Those pitching stats brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Bases empty, one away here in the bottom of the seventh. Cougars six runs on 12 hits. The 0-1 pitch. Davis lifts it high in the air near the warning track and left. Anderson underneath it for the easy catch. And quickly, two up and two down. Three total pitches in this inning for Jack Sterner. Philip Matulia, the batter, he's 0 for 2, grounded out, slide out. Base is empty and two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Jack looking to go 1 2 3 here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Thank you. 
It's good to see Jack pitching in the bottom of the seventh. Last year, he had games where he pitched six and a third. Another of six. Went six against uh, Gonzaga in Spokane. Went seven at St. Mary's. That was the most innings he pitched. Seven innings at St. Mary's. Right now pitching in the bottom of the seventh. Facing Matulia, and it's strike one to Philip Matulia, the designated hitter wearing number 12. BYU's lead is six, six nothing, a one pitch. Popped up on the infield, and now carrying into foul territory. Deming crosses the line, makes the catch, and the Bulldogs go one, two, three in the seventh. BYU's lead is 6-0, heading to the 8th on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Smith's, we want our friends. BYU Baseball, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the 8th inning, 6-0, BYU. Jacob Havern, back out for another inning of work for the Bulldogs. Jacob Wilk was at the plate when the last inning ended, so he will start things off here in the 8th. And base hit right up the middle from Jacob Wilk. It's a good thing that uh, at-bat was extended. Another base hit, now 13 for the Cougars. And Wilk is at first to begin the eighth inning. That's two singles in the ball game for the Cougar first baseman. Also has an RBI. In fact, BYU's first run was scored because of that RBI from Jacob Wilk. Bryant Ball, the catcher, the number nine hitter, Picked up his first base hit as a BYU Cougar in the sixth, and he looks at strike one from Havern. Doubleheader tomorrow, 2 o'clock local time, 1 o'clock mountain time, first pitch for game one. Ball gets a piece, fouls it off, and falls behind 0-2. Game four of the four-game series will be Monday evening. And then we'll be back with you from Lafayette, Louisiana on Wednesday for a four-game series against the Ragin' Cajuns on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So eight games during our 10 days here in Louisiana before we head home. 0-2 pitch, and that hits Bryant Ball. That is the second time that Bryant has been hit in this ball game. His first plate appearance in the second, he was hit by a pitch. And now here in the eighth, he will take a base once again after getting beaned. And that's going to bring out the pitching coach, the catcher, and the shortstop. They're going to have a meeting on the mound. There is activity in the Bulldog bullpen. I think right now they're just stalling. I don't think they're going to take him out. They're just having a conversation, but they're certainly getting guys ready. Now the home plate umpire is making that long, slow walk out to break things up. And as usual, he'll get right there, and then they'll break it up. Which is exactly what happens. As soon as he got near the mound, the conversation ends, and everybody heads back to either behind their plate at short or in the dugout. So Havern will stay there. Depending on this at bat, we'll see if that changes. But he's facing Ozzie Pratt when his last two plate appearance has two doubles. Now runners at first and second, and nobody out. 
Ozzie fouls it off for strike one. So the eighth inning began with a Jacob Wilkes single. Bryant Ball was hit by a pitch, so the first two have reached base. And the Cougars would love to add to their 6-0 lead here in the eighth. Havern's pitch is high and outside. One and one the count. One ball, one strike. 40 degrees here in Ruston. Pitch inside, almost hit Ozzy. Two and one the count. 40 degrees, skies are clear. But certainly a chill in the air tonight here in Louisiana. Now timeout called. Havern and Corona trying to get on the same page here, finding out what they want to throw here on the two and one pitch to Pratt. Luke Anderson due up next for the Cougars. And the pitch misses high, and it's three and one. Havern can't find the strike zone. He's looking at loading the bases with nobody out. 3-1. Typical hitter's count. We'll see what happens. Havern delivers, and he jammed Pratt. Popped it up on the infield. It's the first baseman, Davis, over to make the catch. Dalton Davis almost ran up on the mound to make the catch. In the 3-1 pitch, he jammed him, and it's out number one. Runner staying put, obviously, at first and second. But a big first out for the Bulldogs as Pratt is retired. And that'll bring in Luke Anderson. Still an opportunity to add to the lead here. And Luke... Looks at strike one from Havern. Want to thank our good friends at doTERRA. doTERRA is a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. No balls, one strike, one out. The 0-1 pitch misses. One and one the count now to Luke Anderson. Luke picked up his first base hit as a BYU Cougar in the sixth and has been very busy defensively in left field. The freshman getting the start to begin the 2023 season. Havern looks back at second, does it a second time, and now timeout is called. And remember, there's a pitch clock this, this year. you got 20 seconds to deliver the pitch, and they are timing it. He got timeout, however. One ball, one strike. The pitch on its way. Ground ball is fair, and they'll step on third for one. Oh, no, they're going to say foul ball. Oh, the home plate umpire let the play go. And then after it looked like Louisiana Tech was going to get a double play, he said foul ball. That ball looked like it went over the bag. If it, if it missed, which the home plate umpire is saying, it didn't miss by much. But now if you're Luke Anderson, you need to make him pay for that one. 
Two balls, two strikes, one out, and runners at first and second. Let's make them pay, Luke. 2-2 pitch, lined over the head of the right fielder. It will roll all the way to the wall. One run will score. Anderson will stop at second. It's an RBI double for Luke Anderson, and BYU's lead is now 7-0, and you can hear the Boo Birds who thought they were out of the inning. Seven runs on 14 hits for the BYU Cougars. Welcome to 2023. So Ball stopped at third. Anderson is at second. Still two in scoring position. And now Cole Gamble at the plate. He's two for four with two doubles. First pitch to Cole. Checked his swing, but looked at strike one. No balls, one strike, one out. BYU's lead now 7-0. Swing and a miss, a hearty cut from Cole Gamble, and he falls behind 0-2. Look, you can't help but think of Carl Malone being here at Louisiana Tech, which and it's kind of funny because obviously he's back home for the NBA All-Star Game. So when I come to Ruston, Carl Malone heads back to Utah. 0-2 pitch. Misses away. 1-2 and two the count to Cole Gamble. Keep seeing on my Twitter feed all the stuff from the, the celebrity game and I guess the rising stars. Fun to have the uh, All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game in Salt Lake City. 1-2 pitch. Lifted up and out of play. Off to the left side by Cole Gamble, 1-2. and two. I remember the NBA All-Star game in 1993. It was certainly scaled down compared to what we see now. 30 years in between the Utah Jazz hosting the NBA All-Stars. One ball, two strikes, one out. BYU with runners at second and third, leading 7-0. The pitch to Gamble, and a, an excuse-me swing, and... A diving third baseman in Bates almost had the out full extension. Probably missed it by about six inches, and it landed foul. So the count is one and two to Cole Gamble. One-two pitch to Cole. Pitch misses high, and it's two and two. They told us before the game tonight was a sellout. Now, I do see a lot of empty seats. That doesn't mean that the seats weren't sold. This place holds 2,100. 2-2 two, two pitch. Misses, and it's a full count. But those Bulldog fans that are here get a little frustrated right now with their team down seven runs. Ball at third. Anderson at second. And the payoff pitch is inside, and it misses, and it's ball four, and the bases are loaded with one out. Nice at bat for Cole Gamble. Did not give in to some of those pitches, and it goes back to what I've mentioned a couple of times. Coach Pratt said he, on offense this year, he wants his batters to be tough outs. We've seen that so far tonight. 
One away, and the bases are loaded for Austin Deming. Deming, in his last at bat, was hit a double, and he looks at strike one from Havern. Bases full of Cougars. And only one out. You can add to the 7 nothing lead. Havern delivers to Deming. And it misses away. One and one the count. Ryan Sapiti would bat next for BYU. Right now the matchup is Havern versus Deming. The 1-1 pitch, and that hit Austin Deming, and that will bring in a run. Bryant Ball will score from third on the hit-by-pitch to Austin Deming. That's now three batters that have been hit by Bulldog pitching today. And it's now 8-0 BYU. Scoring the, uh, the run, getting the RBI the hard way. BYU extending its lead to eight to nothing. And now we are going to have a pitching change for the Bulldogs. Havern making his way to the dugout. We'll let you know who's coming in to face the Cougars when we come back on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on 101. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. The fourth pitcher of the night is Justin Williams for Louisiana Tech. 6'1", 195-pound junior. He is a transfer from Heinz Community College from Madison, Wisconsin. And he inherits a situation of only one out and the bases loaded here in the top of the eighth. His team down 8-0. BYU's lead is 8-0. And he's facing Ryan Sapiti. Already has a home run in this ball game, and he took a home run cut and fouled it back to the screen. Strike one. Cougars at first, second, and third base. At the plate is Sapiti facing Justin Williams. Williams. Now kicks and delivers, and that's above the head of Sapiti. Ryan had to duck. It was a good job of Corona getting a glove on that. It was full extension on the reach. Otherwise, we have another runner scoring from third, depending on how that ball bounced. One ball, one strike, one out. Sapiti awaiting the pitch. The 1-1 pitch bounces in front of home plate, bounces all the way back to the backstop. Anderson will score from third, and it's 9-0 BYU. Good, aggressive, and alert base running. As soon as that ball bounced, it was obviously going to be an opportunity to score. Everybody moves up. So now with one out, the Cougars have runners at second and third, and it's 9-0 BYU. Three runs have scored so far here in the eighth for BYU. The 2-1 pitch to Sapiti, foul back to the screen, and the count evens itself at 2-2. Cougars nine runs on 14 hits. 
and they've left seven on. So they could have even had more. Right now there are two on. Sapiti would love to bring them in. 2-2 pitch, low and outside. Full count now to the Cougar right fielder. Quite the offensive performance so far for the visitors from Provo. The payoff pitch, and it misses. That's another walk for Bulldog pitching. And now the bases are loaded once again. That is two walks and a hit-by-pitch in this inning by Louisiana Tech pitching. And that will bring in Safaya Malwai. And I've been meaning to make mention of this. At the, on the scoreboard, the picture that they have of Safaya Malwai, I believe, is Peyton Gubler. And it's been that way for every at-bat. The first pitch to Safaya is taken for strike one. Bases full of Cougars and only one out. Malwai looks at strike two, and Safaya falls behind 0-2 to Justin Williams. Three runs in so far here in the top of the eighth. The five, six, and seven hitters do up for the Bulldogs when we get to the bottom of the inning, and the 0-2 pitch is low for ball one. Good block by Corona. The ball did bounce, took a short hop, but able to keep it in front of him, and everybody stays put. One ball, two strike the count to the designated hitter, Safaya Malwai. Williams delivers the one-two, and that's a strikeout of Safaya, and out number two in the inning. Strikeout looking, and that will bring in Brock Watkins. Brock with a single in the seventh inning. Another RBI opportunity here. With the bases loaded, now two outs. Let's get a big two-out hit. Get into double digits here. First pitch, way outside, gets past Corona. It bounces back. The play at the plate is not in time. Cole Gamble sliding in safely from third base. And the Cougars do hit double digits. It's now 10-0 BYU. The ball hit out of the strike zone and bounced all the way back to the screen. For a second, I thought Corona was going to be able to bounce up and get to it quick enough that the play at the plate was going to be closer. But nice alert base running by Gamble, able to get to the bag in time. And it's 10-0 Cougars. And now four runs have scored here in the eighth. 1-0 pitch to Watkins, fouls it off to the right side. Ten runs on 14 hits. And still, runners at second and third. The 1-1 on its way, and called strike two. This inning has lasted a really long time. I'm really curious to see if we see Sterner come out, not because of any ineffectiveness on his part. He's been brilliant. Just wonder if maybe he sat a little too long. 
We will see when we reach the bottom of the eighth. The 1-2 pitch to Watkins, and it's a strikeout of Brock. And the Bulldogs do get out of the inning, but not before four runs cross home plate for the Cougars. BYU leading the hometown Bulldogs 10-0, heading to the home half of the eighth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Home is where you get to do your thing. Peace. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Well, we got the answer to the question. Jack Sterner back out for the bottom of the eighth inning. His team leading 10-0 in game one of the 2023 season. And the first pitch to Corona is fouled off for strike one. Corona, Bates, and Myers, the five, six, and seven hitters, do up here in the bottom of the eighth. And it is an uphill battle for the home team here down 10-0. Jack's pitch away. And that hits Corona right in the back. And so now BYU has its first hit by pitch thrown by a Cougar pitcher. Corona will take first base. There is some throwing going on in the BYU bullpen. Can't quite see who it is. A new pitching coach, Abe Alvarez, is making his way out to the mound as is the entire Cougar infield out to have a conversation. Whether Jack stays in the ballgame now or not, he has been absolutely brilliant, and the call has been made. Jack Sterner will head to the dugout. His night is done, and what a brilliant night it has been. We will take a quick break as we get you our first BYU pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi there. Welcome to BYU Athletics. Let's take a For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Ruston, Louisiana. BYU with a new pitcher. Jack Sterner's day is done. Let's quickly go over Jack's numbers, which have been absolutely incredible. Jack, seven innings pitched, gave up one hit, one hit, no runs, no earned runs, no walks, and three strikeouts. Seven innings pitched, one hit, and three punch outs for the Cougar starter. He's making way for Mason Olson, the lefty, the Juco transfer from CSI, the College of Southern Idaho former Spanish Fork High School product, making his first appearance of the season for the BYU Cougars. We've said that a couple of times tonight. Several players making their debuts tonight. Always good to have a lot of returning players back, but to be able to mix it in with a lot of young and new talent. And that's what this team is. It's a really good mix of both. And he's facing a pinch hitter in Walker Birchfield. So Birchfield is batting in place of Ethan Bates. And it should be taking over defensively at third base. Yeah. 
First pitch to Birchfield missed for ball one, so the count one and oh. One oh misses, now two balls and no strikes. Nobody out, a runner at second base. 2-0 pitch, foul back, strike one to Birchfield. First pinch hitter of the evening. We're in the bottom of the eighth, and BYU's lead is 10-0. Olsen looking back at the runner at second. And now delivers the 2-1, swing and a miss. The count now 2-2, two and two. good pitch from Mason Olsen. So Corona at second, he advanced on the wild pitch. So he's in scoring position. Olsen on the mound. And delivers the 2-2. Liner passed short and into center field. They will wave the runner around. Corona will score. And you hear the cheers from the Bulldog faithful as their team finally gets on the board. It's now 10-1 BYU here in the bottom of the eighth. An RBI single for Walker Birchfield as a pinch hitter. And BYU's lead is now nine. And they're going to have another pinch hitter. Brody, or excuse me, Brady Trost will bat for Myers. Brady Trost looks at strike one from Mason Olsen. He should be taking over defensively in left field would Drost. The 0-1 pitch, foul back to the screen, and Mason jumps ahead 0-2. Runner at first, nobody out, and an 0-2 count. The Bulldogs just now scored their first run here in the bottom of the eighth. It's 10-1 BYU. The pitch on its way, and it misses for ball one. So 1-2 and two the count. One ball, two strikes. Drost versus Olsen is the matchup. Mason kicks and delivers the one-two. Misses away. Two balls and two strikes to count. That's now two hits on the night for La Tech to BYU's 14 the 2-2 pitch misses, and it's a full count now to Brady Drost. Drost from Lake Charles, Louisiana, transfer from LSU, one of a couple LSU transfers. Full count, three balls and two strikes. Olsen with the payoff pitch. Ground ball right back to Olsen. His throw to second is offline. Good job by Pratt backing up 
second at second base, able to keep that ball from going into center field, but both runners are now safe. So there's runners at first and second, and still nobody out. Olsen, the ball was hit right back to him. They were he was able to get a glove on it on his spin around. He threw a bit wide. Watkins had moved over from short to cover second. It was wide of Brock, but like I said, Ozzie Pratt was backing him up, able to keep the ball as we see our first train of the night go through the outfield. And I mean, like on the other side of the, of the right field wall, probably, what, 20, 20, 20 yards maybe? is a train going through. It's the Kansas Southern and the Union Pacific lines that go through. And that will bring in Will Safford. And he looks at strike one from Mason Olson. BYU's lead is 10 to one, but Louisiana Tech showing some signs of life late. And there is a story with the train and rallies for La Tech. A one pitch, and it misses low, ball one. They apparently call the trains going through the rally trains because there was a time where they were down big late in the game. A train went through, and La Tech came back and won a game that way. So every time a train goes through and they're down, they call it the rally train. Let's hope that doesn't come into play tonight. One one pitch, misses high. Two balls and one strike. Still nobody out. And runners are first and second. Olsen would love to get a double play and try and end this inning as quick as possible. Still work to do. 2-1 pitch. And it's a swing he could not hold up was Safford. He swung around for strike two. And now the count now two balls and two strikes. Good pitch from Mason Olsen. Mason, a guy always wanted to be a Cougar, and now living out his dream. 2-2 pitch, line right back to Wilk at first, and he'll step on the bag and double him up. Oh, what a big double play for the BYU Cougars. Wow. Drost had advanced a little too far, and that ball was hit so hard, Wilk made the catch. All he had to do was take a step to his left onto the bag. There was no chance Drost was getting back to the bag. And with one pitch, two outs, and the Cougars are an out away from getting out of the eighth. Back to Logan McLeod, the number nine hitter. And he looks at ball one from Mason Olson. Still 10-1, BYU in the lead. Runner at second base. The 1-0 to McLeod. Evens the count at one and one. One ball, one strike, two outs, and one on for La Tech here in the bottom of the eighth. Top of the order for the Cougars due up in the ninth. Swing and a miss. McLeod was looking for a two-run home run on that swing. Instead, it's one and two.
One ball, two strikes. Olsen delivers. Fouled off to the right side. We'll do it again, one and two. The leadoff man, Jonathan Hogart, in the on-deck circle for the Bulldogs. Jason Shepard with you at the Love Shack. J.C. Love Field at Pat Patterson Park here in Ruston, Louisiana, home of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. One-two pitch. Ooh, just misses. Two and two. I'm with you, Mason. I thought that was strike three. BYU 10, Louisiana Tech 1. Game 2 tomorrow. Games 2 and 3 tomorrow. Doubleheader. Right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. And Mason Olsen comes in and shuts down Louisiana Tech with a runner in scoring position. The Bulldogs do score a run in that inning. We'll head to the ninth. Cougars up 10-1 on the new skin BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. The new Bulldog pitcher is a crab, Isaac Crab. Righty, 6'2", 200 pounds. He's a junior from Harrisburg, Illinois. He is a JC transfer from Wabash Valley Junior College. And he's in to pitch the top of the ninth. BYU leading 10-1. And he will face Jacob Wilk. Timeout was called. Now Wilk steps back in. BYU leading 10-1 here in the top of the ninth. Wilk at the plate. First pitch high and inside. Wilk had to step back a little bit to keep from getting hit on that one. one pitch in for strike one. Now the count, one ball, one strike. Each team now with an error. BYU 10 runs, 14 hits, one error. La Tech, one run, two hits, one error. And Wilk looks at strike two. So Crab comes in looking to make quick work of the first batter he faces. Gets a sign from Corona. Crab kicks and delivers. One two pitch. Check swing by Wilk. Did not go. Two and two the count. Stay with us for post-game. Hope to have a player and head coach Trent Pratt joining us after this one. The 2-2 pitch right down the middle for strike three, and Crab picks up his first strikeout of the season as Wilk is retired. And now the catcher, Bryant Ball, will step into the batter's box with the bases empty and one out. Doubleheader tomorrow starts at 2 o'clock Central Time, 1 o'clock Mountain. Ball, a little bit ahead of that pitch, fouled it off to the left side, strike one. Game two will start 30 minutes after the conclusion of game one. The 0-1 pitch, way outside. That was nowhere near home plate or his catcher in George Corona. That rolled all the way to the backstop. 1-1 pitch to Ball. 
Misses high, two and one the count to Bryant Ball. And a swing and a miss for strike two. The count now two balls and two strikes. To the freshman catcher, Bryant Ball from Sky Ridge High School. 2-2 pitch. Ball lifts it high in the air. Shallow left field. It's actually the shortstop moving back to make the catch. So McLeod made the catch for out number two. And that'll bring in Ozzie Pratt, top of the order for the Cougars. Ozzie with two doubles. One in the fourth, one in the sixth, and he looks at strike one from Crab. Crab delivers the 0-1 high and outside, one and one the count. The temperature has been steadily dropping. We're into the high 30s now here in Ruston. Foul ball, one and two to the Cougars' second baseman. BYU down to their last strike here in the top of the ninth. We reach the bottom of the ninth inning. Ground ball right up the middle and a base hit for Ozzie Pratt. Now the Cougars aren't done just yet. When the Bulldog bats come to the plate in the bottom of the inning, we'll see if their deficit is just nine runs. Big two-out single by Ozzie Pratt. He's at first base. It's now three hits for Ozzie, two doubles and a single. And the freshman, Luke Anderson, who also has two hits in his debut, a single and then an RBI double. And he looks at ball one from Isaac Crabb. The 1-0 pitch. Gets the outside part of the plate, one and one the count, to Anderson. Two outs and Pratt at first base. BYU leading 10-1. 1-1 pitch, foul back, and it's one and two. Crab, long look into his catcher. Now gets the sign he wants. And timeout is called. And he'll step off the rubber. One ball, two strikes on Luke Anderson, the freshman left fielder. Pitch on its way. And check swing. He did go around, and it's a strikeout of Luke Anderson. And that will do it for the Cougars in the top of the ninth. Looking to close this thing out and pick up win number one when we return to Ruston on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi, it's Elaine Bradley. I hope you'll join me each. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Jonathan Hogart lead off the bottom of the ninth for La Tech. Mason Olsen back out to close this one out. Obviously not a save situation with BYU leading 10-1. And the first pitch to Hogart misses for ball one. BYU 10 runs on 15 hits. One run on two hits. 
for La Tech. Olsen, the 1-0. Inside, now two balls and no strikes to Hogart, the Bulldog leadoff hitter. Hogart, McConnell, and Davis, the 1-2-3 and three hitters, do up here in the bottom of the ninth. Cougars looking to begin 2023 in impressive fashion in game one. And the 2-0 right in there for strike one. Good pitch from Mason Olson. Olson just the second pitcher used by the Cougars tonight. 2-1 pitch. Foul tip, 2-2 two two the count. BYU with a run in the second, two in the third, one in the fifth, two in the sixth, and four in the eighth. That gets you to the ten runs for BYU in game number one. 2-2 two, two pitch, another foul ball, and we'll do it again, two and two. Hogart is 0 for 3, three ground outs tonight in his first game of 2023. 2-2 pitch, chopper to third, great glove by Deming, double clutch and a high throw, gets past first, and Hogart now trying to stretch it out to second base, and that's a mistake, he was thrown out in plenty of time, great job by Ozzie Pratt, he was backing up Wilk, able to get to it. It bounced off of the wall, bounced back. The throw to second in time, perfect tag. And even though it was a throwing error, no harm, no foul. The runner out at second. One away here in the bottom of the ninth. And now the batter is McConnell, and he looks at strike one from Olsen. one pitch. Ground ball underneath the glove of Wilk and the ball rolls into right field. That ball just snuck underneath Wilk's glove and that's hit number three for the Bulldogs and they've got a runner at first with one out here in the bottom of the ninth. That'll bring in the first baseman Dalton Davis. So Hogart, the batter before, reached on the throwing air and then thrown out at second. And now a single by McConnell. The batter is Davis, and he looks at ball one from Mason Olson. Still 10-1. BYU in command of this one. 1-0 pitch. Gets the call on the outside part of the plate. 1-1 one one the count. Runner at first, Olsen kicks and delivers the 1-1 pitch and just misses, 2-1. The 2-1 pitch, lined into shallow right and it's back-to-back -back singles for La Tech. And with one out, runners at first and second. It's an uphill battle for the Bulldogs, but they're giving it their all here, down 10-1. Let's get a double play and end this thing. 
designated hitter, Philip Matulia, who is 0 for 3, will step into the batter's box to face Mason Olson. Olson, the junior from Spanish Fork, delivers the first pitch, chopped foul, strike one to Matulia. Matulia, one of the seniors on this roster out of Houston, wearing number 12. Runners at first and second and one out. The 0-1 pitch from Olsen. Popped it up on the infield. Bryant Ball in foul territory, makes the catch. And that's two away here in the bottom of the ninth. And now the Bulldogs down to their final at bat. Two outs, runners at first and second, and they trail 10 to 1. Baylor Cobb get a pinch hit at bat here, number 33, from Winsboro, Louisiana. He's a sophomore, 6'2, 195. Right now, he's the last hope in game number one for the Bulldogs, and he looks at strike one for Mason Olson on a beautiful pitch. Olson looks back at second, now delivers the 0-1. Swing and a miss. And BYU a strike away from winning game number one of the 2023 season. No balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. Bottom of the ninth from Ruston, Louisiana. Olsen with the 0-2 pitch, and it's a strikeout, and the Cougars get win number one in game number one of 2023. BYU takes game one of four against Louisiana Tech by a final score of 10-1. to A brilliant opening game for the BYU Cougars. We will take a break. When we come back, we'll get you all the stats and post-game comments from players and head coach Trent Pratt when we return to Love Field here in Ruston on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 